This episode is brought to you in partnership with Meals Without Meat. Meals Without Meat believes that plant-based is the most fulfilling way to eat and live. They exist to serve as a central hub for all of your vegan needs. They aim to help you feed yourself physically by using their tried and verified recipes and mentally by growing in knowledge about this journey. Follow them on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash mealswithoutmeat. On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping ya. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ronda Dine, aka Mr. Taylor Maid. In the building, I got my man's Conrad. Man, what's up, beautiful people? Um, I started feeling like a human again, and you'll know why. So if I'm a little slow today, please forgive me, but I had a hell of a weekend. Uh, so yeah, let's find out who's here with us today. <laughs> what did you do last week? Uh, who was last week? Um, oh, if you but that was that was hype. That was hype. I can't think of another hype song to do, so I just made one myself. That'll be available on all platforms. Give me two days. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. So, how was y'all weekend, though? What y'all been up to? Should I go first? No, let me go first because you you contract with the world. All I did was eight hours of uh, a funeral. That was lit. It was lit. You had to be there. I wasn't, but I was on TV with it. Um, I'm talking about Aretha Franklin's funeral on Friday. Yeah, Friday. Held in Detroit. Um, It was like a concert, basically. Had over 20 performers. Had They had 100 pink Cadillacs outside, lining the street. They definitely sent her away in style, so... I mean, and rightfully so. She deserved it. Um, and then the rest of my weekend, I spent it with my my boy, our boy, uh, friend to the podcast, Evan. Uh, we hung out in Austin and did a bunch of nothing. So Thanks for the invite. <laughs> oh, Conrad, whatever. We about to hear about your weekend. <laughs> Hell. I mean, I, I, I could have used the invite thing. <laughs> At this point... <laughs> at this point uh before we get to you no go, you ahead. go ahead man all right so before we do you let me go ahead and break down that real quick it was pretty uh, chill for the most part did get a chance to go home to the glorious one of a kind the one and only the great city of detroit and actually got to spend time in the city this time like usually when i go home to the d i'm like in the burbs staying with my moms and everything you know seeing the family that's around the city but this time, I actually stayed downtown in the Renaissance Center. Got a chance to be in the city for the whole weekend, and it was dope. I, it's growing, it's popping. 
it's changing. Like there's scooters and bikes all over the place now. Like I, I was like yeah. weirded out. Didn't that trip you out? It really did. Like we can do that. <laughs> but you know what? I guess that's a sign of positive change for a little bit. You know, gentrification is definitely in effect. But I gotta admit, it does have some benefits to it because the city looked like not. I mean, amazing. I mean, there's still definitely work to be done, but it's looking better. It is definitely still on the uptick. So. I'm happy to be able to spend time there. Got a chance to go to my girl's family reunion. So, you know, we got a chance to see some of her people. Family. Had some fun. Went, went to a nice little dinner party and all that. So, it was a good weekend. I always enjoy being back in town. Mm. Yeah. All right, Kyron. So, what you been up to? I just wanted to find out if it sounds like you guys' livers are okay this weekend, right? No beef. You know, I, no. It, it took a little abuse. You know, <laughs> well, you know, at this point, he's used to it. So, yeah, that's oh, so it's just a regular. Usual. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I had that. I wish I could say that. Um, you guys saying that you guys wish you'd had an invite, but at this point, I'm almost saying like I'm glad I didn't invite you because I care about your liver. Um, <laughs> I wanted to request a liver transplant when I got back on Sunday morning. Um, I'm never going back to Vegas ever again. Fuck Vegas! I, sh- I told you. That. I should listen. I told you. I just, <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start with this place called Vegas. <laughs> oh, yeah, take your time. Take your time. Uh, we're out there celebrating my uh, childhood friend's uh, bachelor party. Um, so it was like basically hometown crew with his college crew. And they all were just there to fuck around with the fuck arounds. And I didn't sleep. I don't remember. I didn't remember eating. Nope. Because I, I, no, just, I guess a liquid <laughs> diet is what I chose that day. It's like once you reach in Vegas, like your body says you can't eat anymore. You're just gonna drink. Um, I lost money and I didn't gamble, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> no, that's a problem. <laughs> um, uh, highlight of my weekend was a pool party because it's just. Oh, which one uh, did you go to? What is it called? Dre's. Dre's. It's like outside Dre's nightclub. Uh, that yeah. was lit. And um, obviously it was lit for me because I didn't make it to, to the dinner that day, that night. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got back to the hotel. And I'm off that. I'm off that food. <laughs> Uh, we ain't doing that. You diet <laughs> that I don't know about. <laughs> um, so I get to the hotel. Actually, I don't even probably half of us don't remember how we got back to the hotel. But we we got. I had my shoes on. Everything like I left, came back the same way. Uh, I wake up thinking it's time to for dinner because I passed out. Obviously, wake up like hey, so what time's dinner? And everyone just look at me <laughs> like, wow, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Are you really gonna wow. ask that question? <laughs> they were like, "We just got back. He was sleeping this whole time." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, bet. All right." <laughs> hey, for a little bit though, like for a quick second, did you get pissed off? Like, man, you wake me up. And they probably was like, "No, uh, we they did. they ex- like, no, literally, no, we, we no." <laughs> That's exactly what they said. <laughs> like, dude, we we like, we tapped you. <laughs> We shook you. We called your name. You were like, nah, no movement, nothing. 
I was like, then you get pissed off, like, um, so Saturday was just rough. We were all supposed to go to another pool party, just were lounging at the hotel, um, the hotel pool where it was a little more chill. Um, yeah, I just it was a good ass time, but I think that's one Vegas is like a one, once a year thing. I can't see how. I cannot like, see how people shit. do that on a regular. <laughs> people a are just—it's just whatever. One thing I will say is that everyone is is in a good ass mood. I don't know if it's because I don't know if it's because they're true. Well, it's probably because they're drunk and they're probably on drugs. But oh, yeah. everyone is in a good ass <laughs> mood. Like no one. Is okay. not, like I didn't see one fight. I was there when I was there. Um, so we got to see two chains. Still, everyone was in a good level. Like just vibe in with everything so i will say that but once and i had to catch my flight at six in the morning oh why would you do that to yourself i'm mad because, at you look that's but low key, that's the I, best flight okay flying out of richmond sucks so it was like either i fly out very early and i get a decent price um ticket or i fly out later when i want to like recover and i'm paying like seven hundred dollars six hundred dollars right and Ooh, the time okay. difference so I basically had wasted my whole day traveling because by the time I got back to Richmond, it was like five o'clock in the evening, and I left at six in the morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know that sucks. Damn, that I'll sucks, take right? I'll take that back. <laughs> so if yeah. I went, so if I went even any later, I'd arrive back <laughs> in, in Richmond at like two in the morning, and I had to work that Monday. Oh no, no, yeah, nothing. Right. <laughs> no, you don't do that. Uh, so uh, all the, you, you know the thing. The issue with Vegas, and I think I figured it out, um, and I might write a book about it to help people. Vegas not the problem. It's the people you go with. <laughs> like, I feel like people think like it's a competition in Vegas. Like you going to sleep? Oh, you ain't gonna sleep. <laughs> I ain't gonna sleep. Like it's the only place where you get made for sleeping. Oh, oh, you ain't gonna drink with me? Okay. Oh wow, I don't know why I even came with you. Now you drinking. Oh, oh! You don't eat now and and mess up the party. Like you really wow. trying to be? <laughs> okay, you really trying to be sober again? Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, you need a nap. What are you? Why did I even invite you? Oh, nah, I ain't sleeping again. Wow. Yeah, that was my. See, but Brian, you talking all this shit, but I thought you, you would be that friend, and we went. Yup. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't say like I, w- I didn't say like I wasn't the problem. <laughs> I <didn't say> <laughs> no, I my one of our closest friends. He's like the youngest out of the group, and so he's probably he's twenty twenty five. Oh yeah, and uh, he was like ready to go at all times. So after Friday, a majority of us were just done. We're like, look, young blood. We need like <laughs> after Friday. <laughs> Friday. We got there, we got there Thursday night. After Thursday, and my day day one, y'all was done. <laughs> after Thursday night, my after Thursday night, my recollection of days and hours and what day it was disappeared. And I was only there for Thursday night. If that doesn't say anything to you, tell you anything about the trip. So when Saturday hit and my friend was like, "Let's go, let's go," I was like, "Look, bro, I really want to make it." To the main event tonight. <laughs> I cannot be sleeping at this spot, at this place. I cannot be at the table popping bottles and half asleep. Well, but hey, if you go to I feel if you good. go to Vegas, just hey, you don't you don't care for your liver. 
I wasn't ready. I was... Every time, it's all right. It's all right. You learned, though. Yeah. All right. Now you can tell somebody. Don't right. go. Tell your story. <laughs> Just don't do it to yourself. Oh, anyways, Evan, sorry that took a little too long, but you'll be all right. So let's move on to, to the episode. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, before we get down to business, do y'all know what today is? Because I damn sure uh, know what today is. September 4th. September 4th. Do y'all know what that day means to a certain collection of people? Mm. Well, let me just tell you. No, it I've is election Beyonce day. today. I know I've heard more Beyonce today than I've heard this entire year combined Ugh. because it's this woman's birthday. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. I call that torture. Name, <laughs> name a song because I've heard it. That's all anybody can be out yet. I don't heard it. Oh, Rob, but you, you know what? Some type of way, <laughs> it's been a long day, but no, nah, I ain't even gonna trip though because when. When it's Jay Z or Kanye or anything like that, I do the same thing to Tori. So I can't do. Do you though? Do you though? I don't know. Like, no, I, really do. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if we if we no, but if we're in the car together or if I'm playing music at all in the house, that's what it's gonna be. So I, it, today was the day I had to suck it up. Ron, Ron was getting uh, tortured, man. <laughs> what it, What do they do to the prisoners when they play the loud music? <laughs> Stick them in the room. <laughs> you know what? Thankfully, though, I like majority of her catalog. Like, there's only a hand, maybe not even a handful of pop. Okay, for real. See? For the most part, in the room. that's what I was about to say. The, the torture works. The torture works. <laughs> Send someone. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, but timelines were I, flooded with her. Like, I was just annoyed going on my social media. After the first one, I was like, oh, cool, it's Beyonce's birthday. But it was like, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. <laughs> and it's <laughs> not like simple post. It's like, it's Beyonce's birthday. And she created Earth. And she did this. <laughs> and don't you know, like, your faith could never. My faith could never have a birthday? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> my faith wasn't born. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you believe it? Beyonce gave us this. Oh my God. What was the best day on earth when Beyonce breathed? Oh Lord. And everybody got to talk to each other. Like, okay, God. We get it. Her mama ain't even post all that. Yeah. Right. Beyonce herself scrolling down her time. Like, could you not? I know. Like, like damn, this is a lot. <laughs> Like, Supreme Court nominee on TV. Yeah, you watch it. Like, <laughs> damn. Oh, That's crazy. I just had to get that out because I mean, honestly, if I didn't mention it, I'd probably get into even more shit. So, That's thankfully, the, the day's just about over. <laughs> We're all gonna go to bed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> One last time, baby. <laughs> awesome. I'll start right here. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part two of the celebration. You better check your alarm sound. It might be a, song, a Beyonce song for tomorrow. It's going to pop up in my dreams. <laughs> all, right. Uh-huh. all right. So now we can go ahead and get down to business. I haven't got it off my chest. So, B, you have something you uh, want to talk to us about? What's going on? All right. Hey, this weekend, uh, you know, men go see romantic movies, okay? I'm going to just start there, all right? Because I hear y'all out there, like, judging real quick before I even start what I'm about to say. All right, here we go. So I went to see Crazy Rich Asians uh, this weekend, okay, with uh, Evan. Evan, uh-huh. don't lie. You, you, you want to see it too, all right? 
But the reason I wanted to see it was because um, it stars a majority all Asian uh, cast. And that, I know some people may hear that and be like, okay, and why, why does that matter? But it's been 25 years since a majority Asian cast has been able to launch a movie. And that movie was the Joy Luck Club 25 years ago. So just the same way that we got up for Black Panther and uh, some other movies that we've been able to, A Wrinkle in Time, things like that. And the way the, you know, I was going to say the Blacks. <laughs> the way we were so proud. <laughs> we were so proud and excited to like see our story on TV. You can imagine um, Asian people were so excited to see their story on TV too. Um, and it was really cool. Like watching this movie, I didn't feel felt right at home. I understood everything they were talking about. You know, sometimes in Hollywood, they kind of act like if it ain't white, you know, nobody will get it. Um, and this was one of those cases where we all got it. We get love. We get, uh, we understand that representation matters. Um, and thankfully, it's been really successful. They just celebrated like their third week at number one and they haven't like dropped uh, that much as far as how much money they're making week over week. Um, so I know you guys haven't seen it. All right. <laughs> I ain't gonna even ask. Brian, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't even know what it's about. Like, can you break that down a little bit for us? All right. So it, it's, a, it's a romantic comedy, all right? But it's about this, uh, this girl who's a professor um, at NYU and she's dating this guy and he invites her to come meet uh, his family because he's going home to Singapore for his best friend's wedding. Um, but she doesn't know that he's part of one of the most wealthy families in the world. Um, so it goes from there and it kind of just shows like how they live and how she kind of is not so successful at, uh, you know, kind of getting to know the family. Mm. So, I mean, top level, that's what it's about. Okay. <clears throat> but you can imagine there's hygiene and stuff. Aquafina's in it. If you're a fan of hers, I know she was in Ocean's 8. I think she's done some stand-up. So she was really good. Constance Wu, if you watch uh, Fresh Off the Boat, the mom on that show, she's the star oh, of the movie. Funny. Yeah. Man, and they got this one lady in there. I don't know her name. I don't know what she's done. But she's the most beautiful lady I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, I'm just putting it out there. But that's not, <laughs> what, that's not what we hear. That's not what we hear. How does Jan, Janet feel about that? Like, Janet, you know, we talk. Uh but <laughs> I think I want to just bring that up. One, to like uh, say how important it is. And then two, to ask you guys, like, what movie was it or what movie did you see that made you proud? Like, what's the first movie you remember watching that made you proud to be who you are? Whew, that is a great question. Yeah. Ooh, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. All right, so let's start with the important piece first, so that we get time to think on that second one. So, what makes? Why do you think this is so important to get the type of representation in these type of movies? Um, <clears throat> that's a good question. I think it's important. I think it's important everywhere, but especially in movies, because to me, movies allow you to escape your reality 
and kind of see yourself in this other world. I feel like anytime I watch a movie, I kind of put myself in that world and like, what would I do if I were there? Rather, it's a horror movie and I'm, you know, <laughs> screaming and jumping and I'm like, nope, I don't think I would make it past the first five minutes. Or it's an action <laughs> movie and, you know, I'm trying to get my Denzel on or like a drama. Like, you always put yourself in there to see like, what what would I do if I were faced with this situation? And it's hard to do that a lot of times when you don't see anything or anybody that looks like you. And if you do see someone who looks like you, they're in the movie for like five minutes. And it's like, well, you're a throwaway character. So when I do see movies, like for me, I think the first movie like I was really proud of, um, I would say like Coming to America. Yep. <clears throat> because I'm like, this is a king on TV or on this movie screen who all he wants to do is find love. He has all the resources possible, but he's a good guy and all this other stuff around him is happening, but he's a good person. Like that made me proud to like see that on television. So, or on, on at the movies. I think for, I think for me, it's uh, to piggy off be shock. I just always think about the younger generation or the kids watching these shows or these movies. Because, <clears throat> like, we t- I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Like, kids mold what they what they see. Mm-hmm. And at the young age, <clears throat> granted, we can say that all kids at a young age don't see, don't really understand what race is, what race is or, you know, they just <clears throat> see something that makes them happy and they you know, conform to it. But I think it's even a more powerful statement when it's, they mold to something that looks like them. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that with Black Panther. Um, <clears throat> and with a lot of times when we see even anytime there's a movie and it's based in Asia, majority of the time it's whitewashed. I mean, granted that, wow. that what was a movie that was, uh, De- uh, depicting the battle on the great, <clears throat> uh, the great, the great wall. wall, yeah, with and, Matt fucking Damon, <laughs> and <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, like, granted, I like, yes, he's a great actor, and it's acting. And people, you hear this dispute about it's called acting, and it's not has nothing to do with it. But in today's age, like, it has everything to do it with it. Yeah, because <clears throat> we go to movies for entertainment. We go to movies for a story. And we go to movies to reflect, to feel a part of something. Um, so yeah, having a full cast or majority cast Asian, and telling a story about, <clears throat> you know, a country in Asia, yeah. with people that look like the country that's supposed to be depicted in, and also saying like, oh wow, yeah. no, these people in Asia also have similar things they're going through, like me as a black person or as a white person like oh they have to go they make money and they have different worlds and sometimes you don't know like how many movies have you seen in america where it's that same plot has been played girl meets guy doesn't know guy is rich has to meet family you know but now it's like oh in a world where half of a majority of people probably don't americans don't even know where singapore is to be honest like not everyone knows where it's at and now you get to see a depiction of it like Oh, this is across the world. 
and these people have the same issues I'm having, but yet we don't look alike. That's another thing I like about representation because you get to learn about other people's struggles or other people's paths and journeys through a movie. <clears throat> and some may be like thinking, well, you're thinking too deep about it, but it's the truth. No matter what movie you watch, if you really enjoy it when you leave, mm-hmm. you're like, you're exactly what Brian said. You say like, dang, like, dog, remember when that dude was about to fall? What would you have done? Or what would you do if you caught your man cheating or a woman cheating in this situation? Like, you have a reflection no matter what movie you go to, you always have a reflection. Yeah. So for me, I think that's the biggest part about the uh, representation is just having a, a way for those who look like <clears throat> the characters to feel proud and to be like, well, these people are doing what they're doing and I can do the same thing. And also those who don't look like the characters to be like, well, they're different from me, but they still have the same things I go through. But it's just cool to see someone else dealing with it and how they're dealing with it. Um, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> it is. Like, I imagine, like, you think of, like, Oprah. Like, how many people were so influenced when they saw Oprah on their television screens every day? How many women? How many boys? How many men? Like, how how many people were inspired by that? Or The Cosby Show? Or Fresh Prince? Or any of these shows where, you know, we can look at and it's like, oh my God, like I'm kind of like that person or I aspire to be like that person, you know? And it's not just, you know, the stereotype of what a black man is or a black woman is. It's like, no, like we are so much more than just what these white people kind of show us to be on their shows. What about you, Rock? Yeah, so for me, my, when you talk about the movie that made me proud to be who I was, the first thing that comes to mind is actually a little bit different because it's not really a race <laughs> perspective. Because for me, that movie was 8 Mile. Because oh. that really made me feel proud of the city. Like, you know, like we just talked about, the city has been in a rough spot, and especially around the time that movie came out, like it was just the butt of jokes. Like, no one was saying anything positive about the city. So for the, the biggest rapper in the world at that time to come out with a movie, you're not saying like, hey, this is the city I'm from. Here's why I'm proud of it. Here's some of the dumb stuff we doing. It made me real proud to be from, from Detroit. And it made me take a lot of pride in my city that, you know, it was always been there, but it made me really feel like I had a reason to be proud now. Like I had something I could point to to say, like, look at all this. Look at what we doing. Look at what comes from our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, look at what someone was able to make out of the experiences they had from there. And so thinking about it, that why that representation matters, like the only thing I'll add on to what you guys said is it's dope that there's also stuff out there, like when it comes to crazy rich agents, where we're not trying to tell some historical story about something that happened or, you know, they're not out there trying to recreate something. It's just like, hey, here's a story that could happen. It probably has happened in the, in the world. Right. And we're going to show it to you. Like, it doesn't have to be based off any true events. It's something that could be out there. And also, I feel like it gives inspiration to the people out there who look like those yeah. actors. So. All the, the Asian kids out there all from across the country who see that, that there's actors out there in these big name brand movies. Now they know they don't have to look like Matt Damon if they want to get a movie role. It makes them feel a little bit more proud of who they are and feel like they actually have a chance out here to be, to be the next one on the screen. It opens the door for them to feel like, hey, I'm going to be the next one to be in the Crazy Rich Agents too, or the the horror movie full of Asian cast, like yeah. or whatever it is. It <clears> opens <throat> that door that makes you feel like it's actually possible. It makes you a little bit less afraid to even reach reach for that star. Yeah, they don't have to. So I think that's one of the main things that makes it important. Yeah, like you know, it. you you brought up a a great point around like showing culture, like how important. Like I remember watching Soul Food, um, the movie. Going, I went with my family to see it at the theater, and it was like we were all in there, like. Yeah, that's how we cook, and that's how we talk, and that's how we argue, and that, like that's us on the TV screen. 
And I was listening to this podcast, um, Black Men Can't Jump. Check it out if you can. Um, which is a great movie review podcast. But they had um, a bunch of Asian guests come on the show um, and kind of review this movie. And one thing that stuck out to me, the guy was like, I was watching it and they were at a restaurant and there were all Asian people at the restaurant. And he was like, it wasn't to that moment that I realized I've never ever seen anything on the screen where it was all Asian people together, you know, at a restaurant or just being themselves. Like it's not a martial arts movie. It's not some type of comedy. They're just being themselves and like actually eating their food. Like it, it blew my mind because you're right. Like you never, you're never able to watch that. Like, thankfully, we have stuff like Insecure, and we're getting there where we can see ourselves represented. But there are so many other cultures out there and 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 different races who don't see themselves depicted on the screen as often as they should be. Look, man, it's opening doors. Opening doors. <clears throat> Everyone was crazy about how. Everyone was so hyped about Black Panther and representation. And I'm not saying it had an influence, but I feel like it had an impact on opening that door because of how hyped it, how hyped up it was. Look at all the shows on ABC now. Yeah. You know, just saying, which is good, which is positive because right now there's so much negativity when it comes around racism and representation. Um, and obviously, if we're going to get into that today, but let's go. <clears throat> well, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll definitely gonna check it out because it sounds based on what you just said. Be shocked. The plot looks sounds pretty good. Look, I'm telling you guys, check it out. You know, it's a great date movie too. Okay, <coughs> me some, some jewels here. Um, and I'm single, so I don't know why I'm giving jewels. But <laughs> <laughs> it never hurts. Sure, hey. you, you took you took Evan, really dog. You took Evan, I did. Bro. I took Evan. That's, That's that bro love. That's that bromance. Bro, bro. Bromance, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and. And I think uh, I know it's a trilogy of books, um, and I think they already greenlit part two. So uh, more to come, more to come. That's great. All right. So next up on the docket, it's fitted that we mentioned, mentioned Eminem a little bit earlier because the man decided to drop a surprise album on us this past weekend. Hey. So I don't, what number album is this from? Is it like six or seven? Ooh, I don't. It's gotta be like remember. eight, right? It could be eight, but yeah. So he decided to go ahead and drop his let's call it Ape Studio album, Kamikaze. And he did this one with no promo, no warning, no thing. Really, I just saw my timeline fresh Eminem album, and I thought it was a joke. I did too. I thought it was oh. like, yeah, I thought it was just, um, I don't know. I thought it was like, oh, he's just making a compilation album or he hyping someone else's album. And actually, I was like, I don't even want to, I don't really listen to other stuff that Eminem hypes up. Only if it's him. So I like went to bed. Right. It was like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> fake, <laughs> fake news. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you up. I also went to bed on it because I was like, man, even if this is real, I have not been really caring too much for his last album. So I'm just gonna wait and see what people are talking about. So when they first came out Thursday night, I didn't even pee check for it. I went to sleep. But I woke up Friday morning after the timeline was above. I was checking to see what they're talking about on the internet and people were actually feeling this one. They're claiming his some of his best work, his best recent work, I'll say. And AT was taking a lot of shots at the rappers in the game these days. So, personally, I listened to it a couple of times. I definitely would agree it's his best work of recent, like, most enjoyable song that he's made. I'd say in the past five, six years, I think I'd say since Recovery, that's the last album he made that I really mm-hmm. liked. So I put it up there with that one. 
And overall, I mean, it got me excited to hear Eminem again. I got to admit that I don't know how, how many of the songs I'm going to be putting into my rotation. I'm going to have to get another, another spin or two before I decide that. But definitely what just made me excited to hear him again. What about you, B? This one your fave. Wow, what you think of it? This is his 10th studio album. Oh, damn. We missed Where the hell a couple. Was uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Eminem is my, still in my top five, Dead or Alive. All right. Don't at me. Um, yes, I'm happy. I'm very happy. I appreciate what he said, too. Like, I appreciate the fact that he faced or addressed all the criticism, rightfully so, around his last album. Um, I also appreciate that on Twitter, he just came out and said, look, I tried not to think too much about it. And here it is. Like, that's how he introduced the album. I tried not to think about it. Here you go, Kamikaze. Um, And yeah, Eminem sounds hungry, which is what... (laughs) I, if you listen to our podcast when uh, Revival came out, um, that's what I wanted. I wanted Eminem to sound hungry. I wanted Eminem to sound like he still wanted to do this. And if he didn't, I was like, hey, just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it no more. You've, <laughs> you've given us far more than uh, what most rappers of your same uh, era has been able to do. So, look. We fine. We good. But here he is, and he's spitting, and he's calling people out, and he's saying their name. No confusion. Like, hey, I'm happy about it. <laughs> Conrad? Yeah, man. What did you think, Conrad? Did you check it out? I don't got nothing over here. <laughs> wow. Damn, you ain't even press play? I didn't press play. I got texts like, check it out. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Uh, Damn. I don't know, man. Like, I look. I'm gonna be 100. I'm gonna keep 100. I just don't care for Eminem. Like, I don't care for his music. What for it? Um, like no ever? Get him. Get him, B. Whatever. Like, okay, wait, wait, Conrad, Conrad, Conrad. Lately or never? Like, it just don't. I don't click with him. Like, if okay, like if he brings out like. I won't say never, but like his like sing like his old. I see. I can't even find something like like. <laughs> um, what was that one song he had? Like he was like in a, he like had like the Mexican theme in his video. Mexican theme. Yeah, there was a- my salsa. <laughs> Wait, what? That's- that was like the outro. <laughs> oh, you see, even that that wasn't even the real wow. song. Okay. All right. <laughs> is this because is this because Ron came for common? Look, man, I'm just get that I'm payback. Just being honest, and I'm not because I there are a lot of people in my timeline that were bashing Eminem for a while, and all of a sudden now, like, oh, he's a god, and this, this, and this. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna jump on the wagon all of a sudden and try to sauce it up like I know Eminem. I don't, I just don't. If I happen to, if he happens to be on a playlist I work out on because I saw some songs, that'll be great. I'll listen to it, but. Wow. I think here's my thing. I, I get that now. I get that now. Like, if, if this were me maybe uh, five years ago, I was I would call BS and be like, Conrad, you a hater, and you whack, and you don't know nothing, and all this other stuff. But I do understand now that Eminem is a required taste. Acquired. Wait, acquired taste. Sorry. I tried to get it right. But um, <laughs> he's not for everybody. And I think what really like helped me understand that was listening to people 
or reading people's uh, kind of opinion on Eminem and why they don't listen to him and why they can't get with him. Uh, people bring up like, oh, what he said about his mom and the lyrics he rapped about his ex-wife and some of the words he uses and things of that sort. And I totally get that. Like, I understand that. Um, I also, I mean, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be more mature. I understand some people don't like, you know, it's, it's some people not going to like the people you love. Some people not going to like the music you like, the albums you love. My thing is though, everyone has to agree. Every single person, this is the law. Um, that Eminem is one of the greatest rappers to ever spit on a mic. Not from like a, if you don't like his music, but just skill wise, like it's hard to name a few others who are better at putting words together and doing it well other than that white boy from uh, 8 Mile. That is uh, fair. Can I get Even that? Even though I, I'm not rocking with him too much these days. <laughs> well, you're right, B shot. Except I feel like you don't feel that way when someone talks about Jay and that boat. That's another topic. But uh well, that's another topic for another day. Yeah, right. you're right. And we're here. For another year. <laughs> Let me go into that. Twenty twenty, uh, we can talk about it then. All right. Boo vote. All right. <laughs> all right so it's it's funny that you mentioned that you know he got he gets a lot of criticism on people that can't rock with him because of some of the words he uses because out of the craziest coincidence in the world i was playing xbox with my brother on thursday night and an Eminem sound had came up on my playlist and i just happened to mention mention it to him like yo how crazy would it be if Eminem tried to come out today because the lyrics of his song just would not fly and my brother responded specifically saying, yeah, like, his use of the F word. Like, I don't think people would rock with him if he tried to pull it out these days. And this was, like, two hours before the album came out. Like, literally, we had no idea this was coming. It was just a random conversation we had. Sure enough, the album comes out. <laughs> and on one of his songs, <laughs> he decides, well, so here's the thing. I don't know for sure because I heard that he dropped the F-bomb in reference to the creator. And he actually said it. But by the time... It became like widespread and it got bleeped yeah. out. So by the time I heard the song, it was bleeped out. So I'm not sure if it ever was actually on there or not. But he definitely is definitely implied, if not said. Calling Tyler Creator the, the F bomb. You know, we all know what the word is. We ain't got to get it to Well, that. and just to be clear, so, he's not calling ahead. him that. He's saying that Tyler Creator calls himself that. So I, he. Now, is there really a difference? Let's get into that okay. first. Is there even is there really a difference? I've heard that that's the main is the main defense. I say there is a difference because the lyrics go. He he's saying like he understands why or he gets why Tyler calls himself that. And now look, he's not saying it in a nice way. Like he's saying like because Tyler has criticized Eminem in the past, um, and basically the theme of this whole album is. If you ever said anything about me or if I don't like you, you know, just sign up here because your name's going on this album. Um, I think <laughs> I think the difference is, and I don't think it's right, okay? Let me say that. But I do think the difference is, is um, he's not saying it like, I don't feel like he's saying it in a malicious way. I feel like he's saying like, I understand why you call yourself this because you do things like this. Mm. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like if even if there's a word that I have used to describe myself, if you when you say it that way, I feel like you're just trying to create a loophole so that way you can call me that. Yeah, because it, it, it would be, you know. Yeah, 
That's exactly what I compare it to. Like, I, I use it like, like we talked about before. I use it, but if someone were to call yourself that, like, like a white person, I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna take that as offensive, yeah. even if it is a word that I use myself. So you're trying to say that should he get heat for this for some of the words he used, or are you saying that because he used to use some of those words from the jump, and now he brought him like the old Eminem type? I don't give a fuck kind of mentality to his uh to this album that he shouldn't get rap for it. I'm super conflicted about it, to be honest, because I I think it's valid to criticize him for using that language. True. And I think that, you know, it, look at, in retrospect, we should have given him a pass and others in the past for using that when they did back when we were not. I mean, we were OK with it, to be honest. People said it and no one got in trouble for it. But at the other side of, like you said, like this is who he's always been. Like True. he's keeping that same energy. So if we wanted to let it go, then do we, are we responsible for is he responsible for continuing to do it now or should we say if you were able to get away with it then, you can do it now, and it's cool. And honestly, I don't know if he's really getting any trouble for it. He's album still projected to be number one. He's, I think, three hundred thousand is the number I heard. Yeah, it's projected first week sales. Turning up every day. I don't think he will get so. rap. I don't think he will get in trouble for it or get backlash for it because it's Eminem and his just just like what we're saying based off of his like history and who he is and how crazy he is. People are just gonna mark it off of. Oh, that's just Eminem being Eminem. He doesn't really mean that, or he he always says that. See, here's where I disagree. I disagree because Eminem of, let's say, 2001, won nobody bleeping no words off of that album. He was going to say every harsh word he could uh, and wanted to. I mean, hell, he said said uh, Christina Aguilera had a STD that was, like, never (laughs) confirmed, never real. Like, he just made it up. And that was a number one record. I feel like the difference is now the fact that it, even they bleeped it out on the album is kind of Eminem saying like, okay, I understand like that's not the right thing I should do. Or I don't even know if I should give him that credit, but somebody in his camp saying like, hey, this is not okay. We're not going to do this. That's too far. Um, and it, it was, there was some um, backlash on Twitter. It was like a whole, um, I don't know what you call those things on Twitter now, where they like create a whole news article or story about you and they show all the tweets about that topic in one mm-hmm. slideshow. Mm-hmm. What is that called? A slideshow? I think they call them moments. Moment. Okay. Or slideshow. <laughs> Thank you, Kyra. <laughs> Thanks, Kyra. <laughs> <Not> really. <laughs> PowerPoint presentation. Uh, <laughs> Prezi. <laughs> But uh, there was like a whole one dedicated to, oh, Eminem did this and that's not okay. Uh, Man, yeah. I I don't know. Eminem don't give a damn. He just make, give a damn about his money, I feel like. And the whole thing of saying, you think because he bleeped it out that he was thinking, of, oh, we're going too far. It was all just to be like, he doesn't want to to come off like that so he can keep his money. But in the end of the day, I don't think he would have given a damn if it was bleeped out or not. To me, personally, I just... Eminem tried to do the whole... I think another side of it... I feel like Eminem tried to do the whole, whole woke thing. He got yeah. clowned. He, he got yeah. clowned. Yeah. And then when he comes back to him being like the real Eminem, from what everyone knows, he's he's back at the top. Everyone's on Everyone's back on his job. So I don't think he's too you know worried about the worrisome about his word his wordage or verbiage i actually really liked woke eminem i just wish the music was better 
Because Eminem was the ultimate white. I mean, I mean, for hip hop. Well, no, Eminem was like the ultimate white guy. Like, uber successful, loved by black people. Okay, most. I mean, he is the most successful rapper of all time. Um, he's respected in the game. And people will listen to him. His voice will carry. So if that music would have been doper, it would have been cool to keep both Eminem around for a while. But it wasn't, so we had to get rid of him. Now, I think another interesting aspect of this is the fact is that who he dissed. So this entire creator by using this type of language, I mean, I don't know how familiar you guys are with his music, but it, he himself has been known for being extremely offensive. And it wasn't until some of his more recent work that he kind of toned it down. So, it, so as far as I know, he hasn't responded yet. Well, and that's that's what I was getting at. Okay, so there was an art or a story or something that Tyler said that made people believe that he is a bisexual man. I I don't know where. Yeah, I think he said it right, or he alluded. It's to lyrics it. on his most recent album. Okay. that's um led people to believe. But before that, or I mean, hey, it's never been confirmed, and honestly, it ain't none of our business. Um. But with him, he's used that word. He's used other words a lot. So I get it's such a like a tricky situation. Like, do you blame Eminem for repeating what he said, or do you blame Tyler for saying what he said? But does it change if Tyler is not is who he says he is, or not who he said? I don't know. Like, where do, do you, you blame? Go? Do you blame the way that society and culture has also shifted? Oh, what do you mean? As in, like, before saying those words wasn't as, you know, like we said, like, him saying what he said in his previous songs, people didn't really, weren't, like, I don't want to say sensitive about it, but it wasn't such an uproar of using that word. But now, like, with the way social media and society of the culture is made, like, if you say that word, you're a bad person, or it's like, you can't say that word or make music of that word, because once you say that word, or whatever offensive word that is, it's like your career is done. You're canceled. Before, I, don't, I would say society and culture wasn't that. You weren't getting canceled for saying crazy, ridiculous, outrageous things like Eminem did. Mm-hmm. So does, I don't want to say blame, but does the change, of, the change of the way society and culture and the way we view things now and then also change the way musicians and people like Eminem have to think twice? Or in this case, I don't think he even, he just said, I'm going to come out and do it have an impact on that i think it's i don't know if blame is the right word yeah. but society's critique of it is definitely i don't know i don't know if it's valid because i feel like the people who are complaining about these words are not the people who they who these guys are making music for like it's hard to imagine that if someone's out there been a hardcore eminem fan all the way up until this point and now they're pissed about this or someone is extremely a totally critic fan with all the stuff that he says and then they heard eminem say that and they got pissed about it i feel like if you are in that culture that who love that type of hardcore aggressive hip hop with the extremely expensive lyrics, it didn't bother you. You don't you care less. Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't know because I feel like there is a there's something to be said about like maturing and like you are not some of the stuff that you enjoy listening to before you understand now, you're like, hey, that's offensive. I can't enjoy that anymore. I hear a lot of people say like even with like trap music and stuff like that, where they're like, hey, I like the beat and I know I enjoyed this before, but these people are saying some really offensive things and I can't really just bomb my head to it no more. Like, 
it's not okay. So I do feel like That's there. Fair. I bet you there are many Eminem fans who, in high school or in college, or hell, a lot of them in middle school, all they could think about was Eminem. But now they're like, okay, this is very, very pro- problematic, and I cannot ride this train anymore. Mm. Well, I guess we'll see by the end of the week where Eminem's uh, album is. Oh, it's gonna be number one. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's not just number one because he doesn't have. There was no real competition, so it's still number one regardless. But I feel like it's even. It's gonna be one of the top albums of the year when it's all said and done. Like if you can calculate for how long it's been out compared to the other ones, it's gonna do numbers. Hey, don't tell Nicki Minaj that you know she got Queen Radio going on. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish you to drop the surprise album on the same day as hers, (laughs) just because that would have been made it even more hilarious. Wait, you think it'll be album of the year over Drake's? Wait, Drake's album is album of the year? No, I'm just saying, like, from a numbers perspective. From a numbers perspective. I mean, I mean, so pure numbers is not going to be because Drake's been out longer, but if there's some type of calculation out there that compares, you know, sales per week or whatever that is, I think that it could be up there with it. Uh, yeah. I agree. Well, All right, so let's go ahead and keep, keep moving to our. That's actually for the first Who's Man's of tonight. We know we switched up a little bit there, some of our topics first. So, big Who's Man's going out to people all across this country who are showing their ass in a few different ways. So, to give some background, we don't even really got the background at this point. <laughs> Everyone knows that Colin Kaepernick has been on a very long standing campaign showing his. Beliefs and showing support for people who, for what he believes, he believes is an unfair justice system going on in America. Mm-hmm. He's done that in a few different ways at this point. Started with the Neil charity and speeches and all these other different mm-hmm. fronts. The most recent of which being him being not signed by Nike because he's actually been with Nike for a while now, but they just actually just have, weren't using them. So now they officially have been using them to launch their newest version of the Just Do It campaign. And he's like the official sponsor. Right? He's being officially sponsored as part of that now. Wait, but Ron and people. We Go gotta ahead. pause there for a minute because I feel like for so long there's been like a lot of criticism from all these different um, apparel companies where people have literally been saying, "Hey, you need to sign Kaepernick. Why won't you do it now?" Rather it be Adidas, Under Armour, whoever it may be, and all of this time, Nike has had Colin on the payroll, has never stopped paying them. And they waited until now. I mean, honestly, that's the part that like gives me chills is that they waited until now to roll all of this out. Like we never stopped supporting him. And I, I'm not going all in on or all up for Nike because like it's a corporation and we know numbers played a big part in this. But yeah, a week, a couple of days before the football season starts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but Surprise. I think it's so awesome that you know, he has had the support of this major company for so many years. And if you look at the history of Nike, I mean, what they did with Jordan when people were banning Jordans from NBA games or banning NBA players from wearing certain types of shoes, just all around what they've been able to do and always going against the norm, um, to me, it's awesome. It's awesome. And they waited until, again, this moment to bring this out and uh, put their full support behind Kaepernick. Yeah. So, and as a result, that's where we get to our who's man's for tonight. 
there have been a bunch of people out there on social media, mostly Twitter and Instagram, making all these posts talking about why how you're done supporting Nike, you're done buying them. And then you got the worst of the worst, the stupid of the stupidest who are out here cutting the, the logo off of their products, <laughs> burning them. Some people even while wearing the products, like First of all, special shout out to that dumbass. Like, like, that's my wow, he was wearing them. Why people? He had to be a whole different type. Why he people? Said, I, he said, I think I got the answer here. I'm going I'm to go ahead and burn this boy. <laughs> like, I'm going to show you, Nike. <laughs> he going he gonna to burn the classics uh, to the Monarchs. Like, nah, that's he didn't come to play with them. All right. <laughs> My thing is, oh, you man. idiots! You bought it. <laughs> you already bought it. Like the money, <laughs> you're not costing them no money. That's why I never get the burning your ruining your own stuff. I don't get it. Like it's yours. <laughs> why are you ruining what you worked so hard to like obtain? Like, what are you doing this for? I'm so like, t- like, t- I'm tired of this, man. Yeah, I'm so over. Like Ron said it already. I don't get where. Like, I don't understand why people are confused about the reason of why Kaepernick is doing this. I just don't get it. Like, this has nothing to do with armed forces. <laughs> like, nothing to do with the military. This has everything to do with social injustice and inequality towards Black people in America. Like, I don't get what, why that all of a sudden is like, you're disrespecting the flag and the yeah. people who fought for it. I, I just don't, it's just mind-blowing to me. Like, you guys are so mad. So, so mad. I, for for a swoosh? You, you mad at you, you know, at this point, <laughs> I think what it comes down to is that these people who are protesting, quote-unquote, are so, you know, brainwashed into their beliefs is that they're not even really caring about what it's about. They're just, they have just been led to believe that Kaepernick is the enemy, regardless of what it stands for. So now anyone who stands with him in any regard is also the enemy. Like, it's just exhausting. That's why I like it's so exhausting. Like I just I like I I don't want to say give up, but I just don't know how to even like entertain the thought anymore. Cause it's just like and like people are using um what's his name? Used to play for the Cardinals, Tillman, Tillman, the guy who passed away, and using him now as the face of Nike, like photo edition. Like no one is his mom, his mom. (laughs) Has to come out and say, please do not use my son. Or no, I'm sorry, his wife has to come out and say, no, he would not agree with this. I don't agree with this. Please stop doing it. Yeah, I'm like, your guys are using, your guys are taking and spinning something completely the wrong direction. So that's why to me it's just so exhausting because it's like, if you're going now to that level where you have to use a veteran and have to use him to make your point which is not not a point you're turning you're turning his legacy to be honest so like for me it's just like at this point go ahead cut up your nikes and like everyone has been saying like you guys are so dumb you want to if you guys want to stop wearing nike donate them and you know what's so funny all these people who are like so heated about our veterans our veterans our veterans and i guarantee not one of them is doing something for the veterans today the homeless veterans, the people, the veterans that need help, donating, all this stuff. But man, once you get on social media, you got to show out, right? And show that you're so mad. And I'm just like, what's the point? It's frustrating. Oh, man. It's really frustrating. It's so annoying. Like, 
going on Twitter and just scrolling and seeing so many people be so loud and wrong about stuff. And it's like, you are fighting. Do you even know what, what battle you're fighting right now? Like, all you do is see this black man. Who's the J- the Jason Whitlock guy? I forget what channel he works for, but he Spot. works for one of those sports networks. Fox the big, sports. The big, the big, uh, big black dude? Yeah. Yeah, he's it's on Fox Sports. So oh. now he's on this campaign saying, I told you so. It was always about the money and, oh, Kaepernick never wanted to play football. This is all he was trying to do. It's like, God, and that's it. You, you black. <laughs> like, you, you, <laughs> not only do we all got to fight this battle and we got to hear this ignorance every day and hear stupid people, but damn, we got to look at people that look just like us and, and, and tell you shit you should already know. Like, and all you're doing it for is for money. We all know that. The opposition right now is making money off all this stuff. Like, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. But I, 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 I am happy to see, like, so many people speak out and be supportive. So many people have, like, made that new uh, campaign, their profile picture, or tweeted it, or put it on Instagram. And I love it. I'm, I'm, I might change my my photo to it for a bit. I, I need to go buy me some Nikes. Uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I need to stop being cheap. Go buy me some Nikes. But uh, it's you. Uh, the best word you said is it's so exhausting. And it's like, at what point do do we just say like, fuck y'all, like whatever. You get it. You know what this is about, and you choose not to like acknowledge that. <laughs> and that's your fault. My, or do you try to battle all these people? So my question is. The NFL season this year should be horrible as far as in ratings, as far as attendance, as far as jerseys being purchased, cleats being purchased for your kid to go play and try to be like these NFL players. Because little do you know, Nike sponsors the NFL. Nah. <laughs> um, that, that's the crazy thing about so it. I want to mention they're playing both thing. sides of it. So at this point, if you burning Nike attire and protesting against Nike, don't turn you on that game. Sh- shouldn't watch the game, right? Join us. Join, join, join the people who <laughs> join the people who are protesting against Nike or against the NFL for their reasons, and just join hands. Because at this point, <laughs> that's what you're basically doing. It's literally to the point where we're all boycotting the same stuff <laughs> <laughs> just for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> are y'all watching the NFL? though? No. Oh, what? Not why are you, nah, why are you not watching? <laughs> like. That's what I'm. That's what I should. Because it's just. That's why their protests and arguments are so hypocritical. Because they're not really. They're just doing it for the to just be loud. Like there's no reason. Loud, loud and wrong. And wrong same damn time. The worst. Like, you can be loud, but if you loud and wrong, it's just like it just irks everyone. So if y'all are really about it, there's a. I'm sure today everyone had a draft for fantasy. You shouldn't be doing it. If you if you cut up your socks today, cut off that app. Because you, you should you you should be sponsoring them. You if know, you wear but... if you wear some chucks, <laughs> burn those. You see too. that lady? You saw that lady? So so excited! Probably her first Instagram video ever, and she's like, "Well, I'm just gonna keep wearing my chucks." Five minutes later, oh yeah, chucks are owned by Nike. Yep. <laughs> Good try. Good try. That's the best part. All these little subsidiaries out there that people women didn't even realize. That's the, thing. That's the thing. Those people are so ignorant. Of the main things, like that person thought she was so smart that, oh, 
they're these are Chuck Converse. Converse has nothing to do with Nike. It's a big company. It can own a Converse. It can own anything it wants to own. Hey, but I do want to say, like, shout out to Nike. Look, you ain't getting that much credit. Okay. We know this is all a money decision. You know, you know we about to all go back out there and buy some uh Nike socks or something. So yeah, I made the right decision. But their marketing department has been on fire lately. Did you guys see the I know you had to because the Serena? I, I sent it to you like 30 times. But the Serena video with her dad? Yes. I'm aware and, of it. Okay, first of all, right. <laughs> goddamn well. Okay. And Serena had her own picture, a similar picture like Kaepernick. She did. And so it was like more of almost like a foreshadowing what they're trying to do. Yeah. But but their marketing department, it's like they just get it. They understand like how to get the message across, but also like get people to realize like this is your person. This is who you root for. And here's why. Like, I watch that video at least once or twice a day. I ain't gonna lie. Um, <laughs> but it, that little minute video is literally why I love Serena Williams. That poster of Kaepernick is why I support him. Like, all of this stuff that they're doing is like, you just get it. You understand why I'm doing it. Like, why I appreciate these people. And, like, if people were to ask me, like, well, well, what's so good about Serena? And why are you so supportive of her? I could just show her that, show that video and be like, this is what this woman is or what she's done. This is what Kaepernick has done. And this is what he's given up. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's really cool for them to get it. Now, here's the other, other side of it, though. I would love to see, like, who's in their boardroom, though. Going back to one of our early, 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 early episodes about Coke, where we say, hey, you ain't got the right people sitting at the table. I just got to believe that Nike got some of us sitting at the table because for them to get it right consistently like they do, uh, I don't remember the last time Nike lost <laughs> from a marketing standpoint. Nope. They got to have some of us at the table. Like, they got to. It's just dope. Now, I've been waiting to hold this back a little bit. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Ron, hmm. did you see your favorite? Did you, you see your favorite person's uh, poster? Uh-oh. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> what, you t- what you talking about? What you talking about? Did you see your favorite person and his Adidas poster? Oh, I know what you're talking about. First <laughs> off, fuck you, whoever made that. <laughs> I did Look. chuckle at that one. That was a cute. That's all I'll say. For those that probably have, if you haven't, but I'm sure you have by now. It's the same exact black and white poster with Kanye on it and the Adidas logo. <laughs> but it says slavery was a choice. <laughs> cute. <laughs> cute. Real cute. Leave Kanye alone. <laughs> Kanye, you leave us alone. Right? Sorry, I'm bringing up old shit. We trying to have a good moment. Hey, we ain't gonna talk about that fake ass apology he gave last week, are we? No. All right. Or do you want to? I mean, hey, if you want to. He apologized. Yeah, he went on a radio station in Chicago and apologized for his sandals. Here's, here's how I received it. He apologized for making people upset, basically, with his comments. He didn't apologize for the comments. 
He apologized for how he made people feel. And that's bullshit to me. No, to me, I don't have a problem with that. I do wish that he would like, I do wish that he would have spoke more like about, you know, what the way it came out is not what it's supposed to mean, which I mean, he touched on that, but mm-hmm. to actually apologize only for how you make people feel, I think that's valid. Like, you know, at the end of the day, what he was trying to say, he meant. So I don't think you should apologize for saying what you meant. True. But if people didn't like what, what you meant made people feel bad and that wasn't your intention, then yeah, you apologize for that. Well, I want to know why now. <laughs> why not? Why not? You had months or months. You've been on TV. You've been on all these different programs. Your wife got a whole ass uh, television damn near channel. Like, why now? Why you? Why you in Chicago now, Kanye? Why you in Chicago now? Why? Why you? Why you on our radio stations now? Why are you giving right. us interviews now? Because <laughs> no, it's more. the same reason all of them do everything. It's for the money. It's obvious. It's a money play. <laughs> why now? What's, I don't know what, he's, what he's about to promote or what's about to come out, but it, we all know it's for the money because otherwise they wouldn't give a shit. Him or anyone else. <laughs> Anyways, like, that, that pissed me off too last week when I saw that video. And so many people are like, well, he apologized. We can listen to, oh, yay, now. And, oh, let me get my Yeezys out the closet. Like, God, like, fuck him. Uh, that pissed me off, too. That pissed me off, like, so much. Because it's like, <laughs> we don't believe, I don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You don't care if I believe you. I know that. But I don't believe you. And I ain't going to trust nobody who do. Because I feel like. Kanye has shown us who he is, and I totally believe him. I totally believe him. So you don't. It's gonna take a yeah, lot for Kanye to get me back on the side. You don't. You don't believe. You don't uh, trust Ron. I love Ron. I don't trust him though. Whoa, whoa, don't don't get me wrong. I believe him. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Just because I still listen to the music and all that doesn't mean I believe that he meant that. <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't see anyone talking about the Elliot Porter Easy's back out because I think anyone who is on that train is full of shit. Because if you were just looking for a reason to listen to him at this point, because that apology shouldn't have changed your mind, really. Yeah. If you pull out the Yeezys, so make sure they're right, they're the right size, please. That's all. <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's the whole thing now. Just shoes ain't got to fit no more. Kanye made it cool. That's dumb. He made holes, holes in your <laughs> shirt cool. Holes in your. <laughs> no, no, no. You just mad because your fame could never, <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, Common could never. Oh, now is my now it's your fave. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> now nah, I would if I catch any of us out here. If I catch myself out here dressed like that, I'm with my own. <laughs> Man, but, well, I mean, going back to like um, the Nike thing, like I do appreciate them standing behind Kaepernick, and I think what he is doing right now is on the same level of what, and it's been said before, but what Muhammad Ali has done and what other athletes who transcend their sport has done. And, look, it sucks because that guy, all he wants to do is go out there and throw a football. That's literally all he wants to do. That If you read the reports, the dude is, like, ripped (laughs) as hell. He still, like, practices so many times per day. He wants to go out there and be the best he can. He feels like he can make it on any team. And if 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 you still follow the NFL for some reason, it looks like a lot of teams need quarterbacks. Um, but he knows that he would have to give up a lot to get back into that league. 
and he's not doing it. And I appreciate that. And I feel like that that's the reason I brought up Kanye is because I feel like if you it's really cool to see someone stand for what they believe and not backpedal and they suffer whatever they have to suffer, whatever the consequences are. At the end of the day, <clears throat> the I'm so mad people of our generation right now are going to be so shitty when our kids are reading a history book and Colin Kaepernick is in there. Mm-hmm. Just like how all those generation of people that were hating Muhammad and call him this and call him that are the same people when he passed away or like greatest athlete of all time and did so much. I'm inspired by him. But just keep it 100. Keep it 100. It's so true. Like, keep they literally call Muhammad Ali un American. And that's what they're calling Kaepernick now. Look, like, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's really crazy. Well, all right, well, that's all we got on the agenda for tonight. So we can go ahead and get up on out of here. So for anyone out there, you already know, if y'all want to throw in this conversation or if you've been listening to old episodes, you got something you want to throw at us, let us know. We want to hear it all. We want to talk to y'all about whatever. If you got something on your mind you want us to bring up, feel free to submit a topic to us. You can get at us. Or you can send it to our email at whosmanspodcast at gmail.com. You can catch us on social media. We're at whosmanspodcast on Instagram and Twitter. Search Who's Mansis on Facebook. You'll find our page. You know, if you, however you out here listening, like we mentioned last week, we are out here on a lot of platforms these days. So however you're listening, go ahead and hit the review. Leave a little review for us. Hit the like button. Hit the retweet. Hit all those buttons. Hit every button you can find. Let people know what you're doing. Just keep interacting. Um, anything else you want to add on that, man? We can get on and get up out of here. Do you want to tell them where to find you? Hey, don't at me. At God. Uh, happy birthday, Beyonce. I'll see you next week. Um, and Jay Z will be there. Yeah, you too, Jay. Sean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I'll just say, hey, don't be so hard on yourself. Peace. All right. <clears throat> Anyone who want to get at me, you can catch me on Twitter at TaylorMadeLife. Uh, make sure y'all keep an eye on our social media. We'll be announcing the album of the month for September over the weekend at some point. So between Thursday through Sunday, we'll make sure we get it out there. So y'all can check that out. Conrad, tell them how to get at you. And catch me on uh, Instagram at Big C22, that fellow underscore Connie on Twitter. Uh, just the words of the day. It's kind of ironic that my uncommon word for the day from yesterday read, it's more satisfying and fulfilling to do a difficult thing that's right than an easy thing that's wrong. When your conscious speaks, listen. And right after that, I see this. Add, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. So look, mm. y'all, just <laughs> the best thing I can think of right now is stay true to yourself. Yeah. Um. In the in the world we live in today, and I hate saying I hate saying that always like in the world we live in today, blah blah. blah but we're filled. We have so many negative things that can change who we are, try to impact us negatively. And you just got to remember to stay true to yourself, um, especially if it's in a positive light, because when it's in a positive light and it's different, that's when you're going to get the most negative negative change coming your way. Um, so keep that in mind. Have a blessed weekend. If you're still recovering from Labor Day weekend, I'm right there with you. Darnold. Darnold. <laughs>
I know you got some Nike white socks. Don't let me catch you. Don't let me catch you, Darnell. Don't let me catch you, because I'm canceling you if that's the cause. Hey, be blessed. We love y'all. Keep supporting us. Be easy. We out. We out. We out. We out.